Hello, it's Travis McRoy, um, your husband host, and while Teresa, your wife host, is not with me, I'm sure she would say hello as well. What you are about to listen to is actually part two of the episode that we recorded live in London at the London Podcast Festival. So part one was all about gin, uh, the history and the etiquette surrounding gin, um, and this is the audience Q&A portion of the show. Um, also, should note, uh, the the parts where the audience is talking, they are on microphone, but they're a little bit quiet. I've tried to go through and bump them up wherever I could. Um, but yeah, so you might notice that they are a little quieter than us. So I hope you enjoy, and I'll talk to you again at the break. <laughs> So we are going to take some audience questions now. Um, so we're going to need a little bit of house lights. First of all, how's everybody doing? Yeah. Hi, oh, it's so good to see all your faces. Hi up there. Look, I think it's we have a balcony. A mic. I think we have a mic up there too for you somewhere. Somewhere. But we're gonna have people, where? Right there. <laughs> oh, that one. It? Yeah, okay. it's a hanging mic. Oh, cool. Don't try, don't like try to swing on it, please. It's the one, they told us we had to tell you. Apparently no. the last time they did, no, it's fine. Um, so who has a question? Oh boy. Oh, okay. you do. Since with, you have with the mics, go for it. I'm gonna take my jacket off, is that okay? I, don't even. If you encourage him, I you never leave. know what'll happen. I'll just cry. Go on. <laughs> Yes, yes, please. So my name is Ashton. I'm American. I live in the UK. So <laughs> um, my 18th birthday is today. So happy birthday! Uh, I was wondering how I can brag to my American friends that I skipped our birthday. Ooh, how you can brag? Well, I'm, I think we're going to give you two options. Uh, the first one in schmannerly style, I'm going to model after Emily Post and say, maybe not brag, maybe just post a picture on Instagram with your beer. Bragging. Uh, I, I don't think that the caption needs to say, ha ha, look at you guys, like I drink. Or maybe just like, uh, so glad I'm finally old enough to drink. Happy 18th to me. <laughs> You could also um, just send them empty cans and bottles <laughs> with like a note that said, I drank these because I'm old enough here when I'm, I'm here. I'm Don't. Actually, my cousin, she just turned 21 and she's kind of mad at me because she turned legal at the same No joke, earlier today I thought about, because we were um, in a, you know, drinking establishment with BB, which we do in America too, because we're cool. Um, and I was thinking, you know, maybe for for BB's. We're 18th millennials. Birthday. We take yeah. the baby to bars. And I thought maybe for BB's 18th birthday, we should take another trip to the UK, like and celebrate her birthday here, so she can drink, and then give her like one day of like you can drink legally here, and then fly her back. And be like, that is the worst idea. 
I don't know. We'll see. You don't have to come. So you should do that. Mm -hmm. There you go. Who else has a question? Okay, you pick the next person. Um, let's go here on the end in the checkered shirt. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hello. Hi. Hello, what's your name? My name's Jenny. My pronouns are they them. Hello. Wonderful, thank you. Hi, I'm going to America for the first time in 23 days. Okay. All right. To, uh, you gotta try McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, make sure you eat those fries warm because yeah. when they get cold, it's really good. gross. Um, so, when she was here for my birthday, and we had this weird thing of she was completely weirded out by the fact that we aren't concerned about the fact that we are like, these are the toilets, not the bathrooms. What weird things do I know while I'm going to America that is polite there, but it's like, yeah, we don't care about the toilet here? Hmm. Huh. Weird things in America. <laughs> I just can't think of any. Well, um,. I have to say one of the things that uh, uh, we get a lot of inquiries about is about tipping. Um, people in America aren't paid a living wage like people here. Yeah. Um, and so, so as, as far as tipping goes, it is appreciated and almost kind of expected that one would tip uh, for the pretty much everything. The default is usually tip. Yeah. And like, it's amazing when you don't have to. Yeah. Um, and here, like, I was amazed that the uh, bell person who brought our bags up, I said like, is it customary to tip you? And he's like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And I just like that moment of real honesty from him. Like, right. that would be weird. If you um, so okay. that's one thing. Uh, the bathroom, yes. Uh, bathroom is more of a generic term, not just the room with the bath in it, but the whole like rigmarole there. Also, the um, I'm going to say this word because it's the appropriate word to use here: queuing line. The queuing rules, not nearly as strict in America. It's all <laughs> oh, it's terrible. It's just like Wild West over there. Everybody jumping out of line. Oh, you can cut in. Uh, the worst. Um, the other thing I would say is uh, something we've encountered here is there is not always a, a host to seat you in a restaurant. It's a lot of um, seat, sit yourself where, wherever there is a seat. Um, and that is very uncommon in, in the U.S. Uh, because most of the time there's just the control factor. People want you to sit where there's they want reason. you to sit. The reason it's more of a thing in America than it is here is because of tips. In the U.S. Sorry, in the U.S. is because of tips, right? Because you want to make sure that everybody is evenly gets even tables. Because if one person works 10 tables and one person works two, this person gets 10 tables worth of tips and this person only gets two tables worth of tips. So you have a host who evenly disperses everyone to different tables so everyone gets the same amount of tips. Whereas here, where tipping is not a problem, sit wherever you want. And I imagine the people with two tables are like, yes. <laughs> also, <laughs> um, also, and this is a secret, and I shouldn't even be telling you, never hold your hands like this or you'll be arrested. <laughs> Always keep your hands palm down. There's nothing ruder in the U.S. than have, I, I can't stress, and you know what? You'll ask people about it and they'll say, no, it's not a thing. <laughs> this 
makes oh. me very uncomfortable. We shouldn't even talk about it. You're right, Teresa. <laughs> I'm sorry I gave this to your way. Please don't tell anyone I told you, but for real. Okay, another question. Your turn. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to say yes, white shirt and glasses, yes. Hi. Okay, so, oh, thank you. Um, as a millennial, I get, oh, my name is Hello. Um, as a millennial, I get a lot of people coming up to me and asking me why I'm on my phone a lot. And the weirdest time this happens is when it's strangers. And the last time this happened to me, I didn't handle it very well. A stranger came up to me while I was waiting for some food in a takeaway. And he said, what would your mother think if she saw you attached to your phone like that when I was just texting a friend? And I panicked and I replied, my mum is dead. <laughs> And what do you need from us? Here's what you do. The next time that happens, you stop that person for a lengthy two-hour lecture. Because the fact of the matter is, I, I actually was just talking about this the other day, is that with the advent of smartphones, it's allowed people a lot more freedom to go out into the world without being afraid of not knowing things. So like, I, I, we are of a generation that kind of bridges the gap from like phone books, sitting at home, you know, taking the phone off the wall and calling where- I remember my mother sitting me down at the dining room table and saying, when is the library open? Here is the, uh, the number in the phone book you call. Right, and that's how you would find stuff out. And now you can be out in the middle of the world and say, Okay, well, what's a good place to go? We need this thing right now. Like, we need diapers. Where's the closest store to find diapers? Okay, here it is, and now we map to it and go. And so the thing is, is like that kind of freedom, it is care, you have to be careful because it can be very, uh, I don't want to say addictive because that's an actual problem, but habit forming. And so it can be very habit forming. But the fact of the matter is, the reason that we use our phones as much as we do is because it is a better alternative than going home, looking up the thing and deciding you'll just do it tomorrow, right? It's so much more convenient to just do it while you're standing right there. And so people who give you a hard time about it do that because they like giving people a hard time about things because they like feeling superior, not because you're doing anything wrong. So if someone gives you a hard time about it, say like, yeah, I don't know where that store is. Do you off the top of your head? No, I didn't think so. Okay, bye. And then <laughs> walk away. Uh, I mean, the thing is we use it for uh, just, to, just this trip. Travis downloaded a taxi app. We use it for the underground. We used it for uh, Yelp to find, like he said, the diapers to, to go to restaurants. Uh, some restaurants will even let you order online and pick it up, take away. So I, I think that it's, it's more of a necessity for everyday life. And so to, for have, you were not in the wrong. <laughs> To say, my mother is dead. <laughs> exactly. And trust me, my mother is dead, and I give you full permission to use it. <laughs> but here's what I would suggest. But this, oh, I would say that trying to make small talk with you, uh, this other person picked a, a sore subject because at any other point in, in the day, I bet that they were also on their phone 
surrounded by people. Unless they've time traveled from the past, <laughs> at which point you have way more to talk to them about. <laughs> um, here's what you do next time. So I'm going to demonstrate, and Teresa, uh, let's pretend we're just standing at like a street corner, and you say to me, how come you're on your phone, blah, 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 and say whatever. Okay. <laughs> oh, hey, what's on your phone? <laughs> And that's what you can do next time. You do not have to engage that. If they're like, oh, what would your mother say? You can just not respond as much as you want because they're being rude. <laughs> Let's get another question. Okay. Uh, back up to the balcony this time. How about here in the center? You have a jacket on. Yes. Um, hi, my name is Zoe. Hello, hi, Zoe. Zoe. Um, and I was wondering, so I sound like this, like, a, like an American person. But, um, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> saying before I think it, it depends a lot so when you get asked questions like that one of the things that we often recommend is you kind of have to gauge how like the value of that relationship like if it's just a stranger saying like why don't you sound French like you don't have to answer that question you can just say like because I don't and then keep walking and if it's someone that like you are friends with or that like you are invested in a relation and if you just want to say like well you know here's the reason why and this and this and this but the fact of the matter is, you don't have to apologize or explain the way that you sound or look or act or anything like that, because the answer is, I don't, I do, I am, whatever. Like, it just, it, like, it, that's like someone saying to someone, why do you have brown hair? Like, that's a ridiculous question, because I do have brown hair. <laughs> like, why do you sound the way that you do? I don't know. Like, oh, I almost, I almost cursed, and this isn't a cursing show. Um, <laughs> You, you don't owe anyone that sort of explanation. Um, and so, like Travis said, if that's something that you wish to share with people, that's something that you can spend your energy on if you want to. If you don't want to, then, then don't feel poorly. Don't feel bad yeah. about saying, because this is the way I talk, and anything like that. And if someone says, why don't you sound French, you can just say, why don't you? <laughs> And then while they're looking very confused, run away. Run away. <laughs> this is that that's a very my brother, my brother and me answer. Run away. <laughs> Pack your bags and move away. Run away. Thank uh, you very much. Let's get another one. Uh, More turn. Uh, 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 yes. Glasses. Yes, you're pointing at yourself. No, not you pointing at yourself. You pointing. Yes, you're about to stand up. You have shorts, spiky kind of blondish hair. Okay, wait. This isn't who I was pointing at, but that's all right. We'll get we'll get we'll them next time. You. We'll do both of you. No, I do want to say I'm so excited to hear your question. So when I said you're wearing glasses, what did you think? <laughs> you don't have to answer that. Okay, go on. You're great. Um, hi, I'm Dan. Um, Hello. It's my best friend's and my oldest friend's engagement party. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to say right now. Okay. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? No. And I was just wondering, what is, like, the present? Like, what are you meant to do with 
Okay, just to clarify, are you asking what is a good present to give them or what are you supposed to do at an engagement party? Okay. <laughs> okay, well, an engagement party is, uh, I think of it like a joint birthday party, right? So it's, it's more of just a celebration of the occasion. So don't feel like you have to do anything specific. Uh, any activities that are planned regarding things like uh, toasts or um, I, do people have engagement cakes? We didn't have one. I'm sure they do. Maybe they do. to have cake. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you shouldn't worry about any of those things because those will be announced and people will be led in, in the way that you're supposed to do those things. Were, were they very recently engaged? Yeah. Okay, so you also um, should avoid things like, there's a thing, it feels very correct to ask questions like, have you picked a date? What are your plans? But if they've only recently got engaged, the answer to that is probably, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, so more of just congratulations are under like, oh, I'm so happy for you too. Oh, that's so great, oh, right? But also one of the most wonderful things about being an attendee at a party instead of like the host of the party, it's not about you. You don't have to worry about it at all. You just have to be there and say, oh, congratulations. And then you can sit and talk to people and hang out. And eat your like, cake. Eat your cake, question mark, um, and just enjoy your time there. And, and Let's, I mean, come on. There's going to be cake. It's There's going to be cake. As far as like gifts, if gifts are expected. I hope that there's cake. There's going to be cake, right? Probably. <laughs> we'll at, be there. Um, <laughs> um, sometimes you don't need to bring a gift. But if you do, you can usually get away with like a card or a like something small because here's the thing the wedding is where you're expected to like get a gift off a registry and do all that now wait a second if they're doing an engagement party gifts, with gifts they're double dipping I, I, <laughs> gifts are never expected encouraged gifts are a very nice thing to do if you feel so inclined but traditionally Gifts are given at the wedding, and uh, if you find yourself invited to things like the engagement party, and I believe it's called a hen-do, or a bachelorette party, um, or a bachelor party, or a stag, right? Something like that? Oh, I'm doing so good. <laughs> um, then you may feel inclined to give small gifts along the way, uh, but please don't don't feel badly about just a card or or a congratulatory handshake or even maybe a, a bottle of wine or yeah. something. I mean, that's really people just want you. They want to feel like you're celebrating with them, and that's the reason why people give gifts to celebrate. And I'll tell you, Teresa and I, having been married for like 26 years at this point. Um, um, the thing that is most appreciated at like engagement things or any time leading up to the wedding is someone saying, do you need help with anything? Is there anything I can do? Right, like I'll take that over a gift any day because especially at the beginning of the process, it feels so overwhelming and it feels like there's so many individual moving parts that if you're like, and I'm happy to watch your dog while you go to whatever, like even that, have we done engagement useful. parties? I don't think we have. Oh, that's we'll a really that great episode. Thing thank you. Um, thank you.
Hi again, it's Travis. I sure do hope that you are enjoying this live episode. Uh, real quick, wanted to say a thank you note to our sponsors first. Uh, Schmanners is sponsored in part by Zola. Zola takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, save the dates and invitations, a wedding registry, and free, easy-to-use wedding planning tools. Over 100 beautiful save-the-date and invitation designs for every wedding style and color scheme, over 100 beautiful wedding website designs to choose from, all free. We've explored through Zola, and man, I wish it had been there when we were planning our wedding. It looks amazing, and the ability to like set up everything all through Zola, it's incredible. So to start your free wedding website or registry on Zola, go to Zola, that's Z-O-L-A, dot com slash schmanners. Uh, we're also excited to tell you about Trinova. We here in the McElroy household are a big fan of Trinova. One, their cleaning products are super effective, um, especially like their glass cleaner. I'm, I've always been disappointed in glass cleaner, but not with Trinova. Trinova, I really enjoy. Plus, all their stuff smells really good, um, and it's incredible. And they're designed to be effective with premium ingredients and not watered down. And it's a family-owned company dedicated to great customer service and i like things that are family owned um all of, like most of my podcasts are with my family so that's something that i appreciate so trinova is offering listeners an exclusive 20 percent discount on the first order if you're an amazon person just search trinova that's t-r-i-n-o-v-a and use the code schmanners if you're terrified of their global domination go straight to the source at gotrinova.com slash schmanners, G-O-T-R-I-N-O-V-A dot com slash schmanners. Now back to the show. All right. Tommy is about some books. One, two, one, two, three, four. Hi, everybody. My name is Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. And together we're the hosts of Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. What does that mean for you, the podcast consumer? Well, it means that you're going to get a lot of stories about how we used to do weird stuff to people in order to try to fix them. Do you know that we used to think diseases were caused by bad smells? And that we used to eat mummies for medicine? That's super funny. I kind of like Well, thanks. And we hope you'll kind of like our show, Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. It's available every Friday wherever fine podcasts are sold or at its beautiful, picturesque home at MaximumFun.org. All right. The secret is out. I, Open Mike Eagle, officially had a wrestling match. And on the next Tyson Fights, I'm talking all about it. From the rap battles that got it started. Open Mike, you ain't ready. to how I hurt myself in ways I didn't know I could. That day and the day before, I got so many texts from people who really care about me who were like, please don't break your neck. (laughs) The only place you can get the full story is on the newest episode of Tights and Fights. Find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. So, next question. Yes, glasses and pointing at yourself, yes. That's right. You got it. Hello. Hello. You want me to come fix it? If you're offering. Sure, I'll take a look. Okay, gotta go. So 
this will involve me bringing uh, a few different companies over to give me a quote on how much it will cost to fix it. But that involves uh, inviting several parties into my house mm -hmm. and then rejecting some of them. <laughs> what is the best way to do that? Game show. <laughs> Um, well, okay, first of all, um, I, I said game show, I got nothing else. <laughs> when you have people to your home, please make sure that the space is clear, that it's easy to get to, uh, that you have all of the, the necessary details ready, because if you have to say, and go through your phone or go through any kind of paper documents or anything like that, it's just going to be harder. Um, Obviously, if someone requires a, uh, a, a fee for a quote, be prepared to pay that. And I, I just don't think that if anyone comes to your home and says, no, we can't do it, and you say, well, you're not going to pay for it, if that's what they require. Um, I, and I, 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 I think that this is something that we, we cover a lot in the show. Saying what you need, saying what is, you know, uh, what's going to happen from here on because you are in control of this situation is not rude at all. And, and I know that that's difficult as far as feelings go. But you're not being rude to a person to say, that's not something that I'm willing to pay for right now. Thank you very much for your time. And if this is the fee that they charge for coming to see your the situation, then that's what you give them. Um, but and it's, I, and it's not say, rude just, at all. Just so you know, we just had someone out to do a quote at our house. And like, I am, by every definition, an adult, I guess. Um, <laughs> And like I, like, I have a baby. There's literally another generation that I have made younger than me that like dictates that I am an adult, I own a house. And still, when someone I view as a professional says, oh yeah, I gotta get this ticket, I, my impulse is like, okay. <laughs> um, but the fact of the matter is, is like you have to remember is they are, they want to make money off of you. It is their business. And so you will feel a lot of pressure. And I, I would say that I always look for somebody to work with on stuff like that that doesn't apply that pressure, that basically says, like, here's the things you need to know. Here's why I think you should do this. And if you are comfortable with that and you want to do it, give me a call. Because it's possible that then that person will become the person that you work with forever when something like that needs fixed. And so knowing right there that like, you trust their opinion and they're not just trying to make a sale, that's usually the thing I look for. And if, if you say to somebody like, I don't know if I'm ready to commit to this right now, and they give you a hard time about it, I also would say that that's not someone I would want to work with. But in general, I also think it's important that up front you say, like, I am talking to a couple of different places to get some quotes, and I would love if you could come out and I could get a quote from you. And then you can say when they come, like, okay, thank you so much for coming out. I'm still talking to a couple different places to get quotes. I'll let you know. And if you're having correspondence, obviously, I'll let you know. Um, it's, it, it is polite to let them know that you will not be requiring their service. If and it will save you from a lot of follow-up phone calls and emails oh, as well. Oh, yes, definitely. Another question. Oh, it's my turn. Yes. It's my turn to pick. Um, I'm going to go for way in the back. Uh, you have colored hair. I can't tell what color it is. Yes. I think that there's a, there's a microphone it's coming towards you. It's crowd surfing your way. There we go. Um, 
My name's Laura. Hello. Hello. Recently, I had some people come and stay with me, and they offered to help clear up. And I'm a bit of an anxious person when it comes to cleaning. Mm -hmm. I don't like other people cleaning my space if I can help it. Is there a polite way to say to someone, I know you're trying to be nice, but please don't clean my face? <laughs> I think yeah. that this, this is... <laughs> Definitely. This is twofold, though. Um, I think that as, as a house guest, I always recommend the two offer rules. So I offer the first time, you say, no, that's okay. I offer the second time, and if you say, no, that's okay, I have to step back and say, this is what they really mean. They need me to sit here and let them do it. Because the first time is like the polite, like, no, thank you. Like, yeah. oh, are you sure? Because Everyone expects like, a oh, decline okay. on the first try. Yeah. Um, but then I think that it, it's important that, uh, especially if these are people that you care about and we talk about the relationship with the person, uh, if this is a relationship that you value, I think that it's perfectly appropriate to say, I have a very specific way of cleaning and I, I would love for you to relax while I take care of it. I think something that you can do is to offer them something where their hands are occupied, maybe a drink, <laughs> uh, so that they can't help you. <laughs> I, I or, or put on something, maybe a, maybe a movie, or, or offer them the television, something where they will be occupied and you can go about your business. Yeah, because you don't want them to feel like, well, I'm just going to put everything on hold until I'm done, and then we can re-engage with each other, because that would also make me as a guest feel very uncomfortable. If you're like, no, we're going to divide and conquer, you watch TV, and I'll clean. Um, but I also think that if you have house guests coming and you're kind of preparing for this situation, like having in mind something that you would be comfortable with them doing, like for example, you might with dishes say like, okay, you wash and I'll dry. Or even just put them in the sink. Right. And you'll take care of it later. And then no one will mind. I mean, obviously, they'll be gone. So you'll take care of it afterwards, but they're out of sight. Yeah. Or something like taking the garbage out that they can do and you're not particular about. If there's something that you feel comfortable doing, say, like, well, yeah, if you want to take care of this, and that might help. But I think And if general, there isn't, don't apologize. Yeah. I think in general, <laughs> just saying, like, no, thank you. <laughs> like, oh, let me help. No, I'm good. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll take care of this. You take care of yourself. And, I, uh, and like I said, giving them something to occupy themselves yes. will help. Let's do another question. One, go ahead. It's okay. your turn. Uh, I'm going to say the tropical shirt and glasses, yes. Is it tropical? It's, it's highly patterned. Sure. Wait, so it's not palm trees? It is. Okay. So, it, so it's tropical. <laughs> Sorry, that's all It's me. not important. Don't worry, it's, it's not important. It's just for my own, I didn't know how bad my eyes were at this point in my life. It might be it's bad. The, it's the lights. Okay. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> if we both need to win, that's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm Ryan. Hello, Ryan. I thought you were saying, I'm right. <laughs> Water, Travis, okay. water. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Yes, hello. I work as a cleaner in a police station, which is mostly good because I get to clean toilets and just put my headphones in and listen to... You put your headphones in the toilet? <laughs> Pay yeah. no attention to him, continue. I just them with headphones, 
<laughs> Make yourself useful, I get it. The more you acknowledge, the more he does it. I'm giving you an excuse to drink. Thank you. Cheers. But this also means I have to clean offices with people mm -hmm. that want to talk to me. And I'm a very socially anxious person, and I don't like a lot of people. Um, so what's a polite way to let people know that I just want to hoover and don't want to talk to them? Um, I, I think that... Uh... One of the things that you can do is, uh, often when people start a, a conversation, they start with a question. Um, so if you give a very concise one or two word answer, I think that shuts people down right away. Um, still being polite. So still being polite, polite because, like, yes, uh, yes. because well, you're exactly. answering their question. I, I don't suggest that you ignore them completely because that's, that's a whole other thing. But no, like, that's what I'm about to suggest, but go on. <laughs> Uh, but one or two word qu uh, answers, I think, usually tell people that you're not interested in talking. Um, and then I think one of the things that you can do is, I mean, you're, you're hoovering. You're using the vacuum. Um, it's on, right? So can't hear you. <laughs> I mean, that's close to okay. his answer, right? What I was going to say <laughs> was that if you're using your headphones when you're doing the bathrooms, are you taking your headphones off before you start cleaning offices? Because I would just leave them on. And, and the reason is, is that a lot of the times, like, if you... Ooh, maybe get those okay. big headphones. The, <laughs> the big ones that go over your ears, not just the little, like, mobile ones. And then are. draw on them with a frowny face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because the reason... Oh, no, I keep touching my mic. I'm because sorry. if I was working in an office and somebody came in to clean, I would feel like I should acknowledge them. Like, they'll think it's weird. If I don't start talking to them, because most of the time, people don't want to talk to each other in general. <laughs> and so I think that... I don't want to talk to you. That's so. fine. And I think if you're doing the headphones and somebody asks you a question, then you can like, oh, I talked to them, right? And then return to the headphones, whatever you need to do. But I think an indicator like that of like, it's okay if, if I just come in and clean and you keep working and that's fine. I think you continuing to wear the headphones, if you're allowed to at work, is perfectly fine because I, I, most people want to just do their work and not bother with the person who's just walked into the room. So giving them permission to do that with headphones would be the way that I would go. Yeah. Yes or no answers and big headphones. Big headphones. I think we have time for like two more questions. Sure. Um, I will go. Let's see. We haven't been in the balcony for a while. Here, I think you have glasses. Oh, someone. Here we go. Here comes the microphone filling in the time. Hello, my name is Tom. Hello. Hi. Um, so I had a few hours to kill before the show today, so I went to Camden Market for some ice cream. Um, I know it's amazing ice cream. Why did that make somebody laugh? Wait, why was that funny? <laughs> Camden Market! Ah. We went there yesterday, it was lovely. Oh, right. Well, it's this amazing place called Chin Chins. <laughs> it's well loved. It's amazing. Um, and I loved it, it was amazing, but as I was eating it, I realized it was dripping down my hands, I had it all over my mouth, and I was sitting in the middle of the street and people were just looking at me like I was a monster. <laughs> <laughs> and it occurred to me, I'm 28 and I still haven't figured out how to eat ice cream properly. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a proper way? To eat ice cream. Okay. Um, I, 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 I have to say, say, wait a second. No way. No, uh, oh, 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 oh. oh. 
I'm going to say, you don't know those people. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. Wait a second. Because here's the thing. This is a just kind of good rule of thumb. If you have a story like that where you're like, I was somewhere and everyone was judging me, you remember it. They don't. Right? They're going to walk by you and see that, and then they're going to see 800 other people throughout the course of the day, right? But when you're someone who's the focus of something, it's a lot easier for that to be memorable for you and think, everybody thought I was a monster or whatever. But, like, they don't. I, I couldn't tell you anybody I walked by today. And, like, I don't mean that as a joke. I just wasn't really paying attention to them. But if they were doing something. There were that, a few people who are here at the show who I remember said hello you. To. We remember you. I remember you. But like that kind of thing, especially if you, you feel like you're doing something that you should be embarrassed by and someone looks at you, it's also really easy to read into their face that they're judging you because they looked at you when really they just looked at you because they were walking by you and they noticed you. There's somebody down the street from you who's doing something crazy or they yeah. already forgot. <laughs> I, I think in general, like, enjoy your ice cream. Like there's... Because <laughs> ice cream is delicious. Yeah. There's no wrong way to eat ice cream and, unless uh, you put it up your nose, and then uh, <laughs> mistake. You can listen. I've been there. If you're gonna put it up your nose, go with the thin end of the cone first. <laughs> it still won't work, but you'll be a little bit more successful than if you go the other way. Trust me. And some practical mom advice: you can wrap a napkin outside of the cone. Uh, and then it will slow it down from dripping down your hand and your elbow. Or just bite the bottom off. No. Suck it. Because <laughs> then no one will judge you. I, I can't Fire, believe. Remember? Fine. I can't believe these are the things you're teaching our daughter. Yeah. She's going to be so cool. All right. One more. Last one. Your choice. Um... I'm going to go with the person in, I think, like, the pink shirt who seems kind of embarrassed that you have a question. What a great descriptor. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was pretty embarrassed. Um, so, um, my name is Carrie. Hello. Hello. Um, basically, um, I have a disability, so I carry a walking stick, but I don't always carry a walking stick. Um, and so my colleagues often forget in the office that I have a disability and forget to, like, offer to get me a drink or something like that when they go down to the kitchen, which is really far away. Um, and I just wondered if there was a polite way to kind of remind someone, please remember that I really need water because I've mm. been here for five hours and can't get up. <laughs> and uh, without sort of being like, hey, I'm disabled and you forgot me. <laughs> 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 you know, I don't, and I also don't want to like, embarrass myself by just constantly being like, hey, I'm the sick one, you know. So, um I think that, that it's perfectly fine and it's not rude at all if you see someone getting up walking in that direction to ask them, are, are you going to the kitchen? Would you mind bringing me back a cup of water? Something like that, um, as long as you're not demanding about it. Well, I don't, you don't seem like you would be. <laughs> uh, especially since you so gingerly raised your hand to ask the question. I, um, okay. I don't think that anyone who's going in that direction would say anything other than, certainly, I can, or uh, actually, I'm going to the toilet, but I'll, when I come back, I'll get you something. Um, I, I think, in general, that's a thing that, because we come up against this a lot on we the do. show. We do. Where, like, it would, in a perfect world, everyone would think about everyone else all the time, and they would be considerate in the way that 
we wish that they would. But the problem is, is that people have a lot of their own stuff going on. We are so self-consumed. Really. Yeah, and it's, it's very easy to read into that as like selfishness or ignoring you or even worse, like purposefully ignoring you. But the fact of the matter is that person might be thinking about the bill they forgot to pay or like, oh, did I remember to, and like. And whatever's due next, right. or their emails or, or something like that. And so I would say that uh, having been a coworker many times, um, being reminded of something nice I could do for someone is very appreciated. Because one, it's nice to be nice. And two, it might give them a chance to distract themselves from whatever thing is worrying them and that they're thinking about. And so I don't think you should think about it as like, I don't want to bother them so much as like, you're giving them an opportunity to do something nice for you and like feel good and be nice. And like, I think that would be appreciated. Um, especially since just in the three seconds we've been interacting, you seem nice. And so I'm betting that people like you and would like to do nice stuff for you. And it's okay to like kind of nudge them towards it. And this is something that we encounter again and again is it's not rude to ask for what you want. In fact, to it's ask, better. In fact, it's better because, um, you know, uh, I haven't ever encountered anyone who can read my mind. And so in order to get what I need, I have to ask people for it. And the thing that Teresa and I, we've been together for nine plus years at this point, And there is, well, aside from BB, there is no human being I think about more and that I think about like her needs and wants more and I still don't know what she's thinking. Like I still can't read her mind. And, and so like if I, if she counted on me to do that, I would constantly disappoint her instead of just sometimes disappointing her <laughs> like I do now. But the thing is, is like, so if, if that's true and if I'm very devoted and I'm constantly like worrying about her and making sure that she's okay and I still don't think about it enough to like, I bet she's thirsty, like I don't know. And so she has to ask for it, right? So if that's true, a coworker who's like on a deadline, who has like 20 other coworkers or more, they're probably n not reading your mind either. So I think it's completely okay. And in fact, I would encourage you that it is more polite to say what you need, let them do it, rather than them come back and be like, oh, I should have gotten you something, I'm so sorry. Um, does that answer? I think the answer is, hi, I love you. I love you. <laughs> that was um, very sweet, darling. I know. Um, <laughs> so that's gonna do it for us. Thank you, uh, everybody who came out. Um, I, and thank you to everybody who didn't. Um, also, who's listening? Yeah, everybody who's oh, listening. Oh, no. Uh, tomorrow, I've got a Q&A and signing event here at, at, at London Podfest at 12.30 here at King's Place. Um, I think there's still some tickets available for that. They could probably help you out at the box office, or you can go to bit.ly slash Travis London, um, which is also my uh, alter ego action hero. <laughs> this script's coming out later this year. Um, but let's see, thank you to King's Place. Thank you to the London Podcast Festival who's been absolutely lovely. Thank you to the custom agent who's still at Teresa and I through, even though we had no idea how to answer any of their questions. <laughs> um, thank you to BB uh, for being cool backstage, just hanging out by herself. <laughs> Thank my sister, yeah, my Elizabeth sister is, is watching um, her. Don't see. scare people like that. We <laughs> talked about Mother's Ruin. Um, 
Who else do we normally thank? What do we normally we thank? We normally thank Brent Brentofloss Black for the uh, for writing our theme music. We also thank Kayla M. Wassel for our Twitter thumbnail art, and we thank Keely Weiss Photography for this beautiful picture she took of us, which is the cover uh, art for our fan-run Facebook group. If you'd like to join, uh, you can tweet at us at Schmanners Cast. The you name of that fan-run Facebook group is Schmanners Fanners. <laughs> Uh, you can tweet at us or you can suggest uh, show topics at schmannerscast.com. Uh, also, I also want to say we now have some merchandise that is a very, very cute t-shirt designed by Kate Leff, as well as a button set designed by Kate Leff uh, that have a dove and a deer saying hello to each other. It's, I know. <laughs> it's very cute. You can find it at McElroyMerch.com. Um, Oh, MaximumFun.org, of course, <laughs> where there's a ton of amazing other shows, including, like I said, Judge John Hodgman that is going to be here, I believe, next weekend. So get tickets for that if you haven't already. And I think that's going to do it for us. So join us again next time. No RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? Yeah. <laughs>